Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 17. Today, we step into the controversial side of sleep, otherwise known as napping. If you're like most people, you're thinking, napping? Is there really a controversy over napping? Well, there is, and it's a major controversy. For example, an estimated 34% of companies encourage naps on the job. For some employees, that's a great strategy that increases productivity and grows the bottom line. But for far too many employees, napping only adds to the problem and leads to long-term problems and losses. Of course, that begs the question why and what you can do to figure out who will benefit from workplace napping and who won't. That's exactly what we get into in this Counterfeit Sleep Controversy episode on napping. First, we look at the controversy over napping, and then we dive into what's really going on what the science tells us, and what the solutions are if you find yourself on the wrong side of the napping controversy. So listen in and find out why workplace napping is a two-edged sword, what kind of employee benefits from workplace napping, and how you can determine the right solutions for your workplace. Okay, so what's the controversy Are naps good or bad? And the clear answer is this. It depends. Let me tell you about a meeting I had with two attorneys. And of course, the conversation as we sat there turned to sleep, as it often does when people ask me what I do. As we talked, the attorneys began sharing how they secretly duck into conference rooms during a break so that they can get power naps. Now, what was interesting was that both attorneys were doing the same thing for the same reason. They were napping because they were tired. But what was more interesting was how different their reasons were. And here's what I mean by that. One of the the attorneys said she had young kids. Let's call her attorney young kids. She'd get her young kids to bed and then hunker down for a few hours to get caught up on work. She'd go to bed around midnight and then she was up with those young kids most mornings by 6 a.m. So her reason for being tired was a simple numbers problem. Coming in at about six hours a night, she simply was not getting enough hours of sleep. Most people need between seven and eight hours of sleep each night. 
So this is a perfect time to pull out the XYZ formula as we like to do here on the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. And it goes like this. If you have problem X, ask why and make your primary suspect your Z's, your sleep. So when we apply the XYZ formula to attorney young kids, it looks like this. Problem X is she's tired during the day to the point that she needs a nap to function well enough at work. When we ask why, we see it's because she doesn't have enough hours in the day to uh, enough hours in the day to meet the demands of work and family responsibilities. And so her Z's, her sleep, is the clear culprit because she's not getting enough of it at night. So it turns out then that napping is a good short-term strategy for attorney young kids. In fact, it's a very good strategy. Studies from sources like the Journal of Sleep Research and Nature Neuroscience have found that power naps pack measurable benefits for job performance. For example, employees who nap demonstrate improved reaction time increased logical reasoning, and better moods. And to take it one step further, employees who nap are less impulsive and have a greater tolerance for on-the-job frustration. All good things for driving performance and creating positive culture. So there's nothing controversial about napping in the case of attorney young kids. In fact, if you like puns, you might say it's an open and shut case. But it's a different story when we get to the other attorney who we'll call Attorney Empty Nester. She said she was glad she was now past the stage of having kids at home. And she had worked hard to regain her work-life balance and definitely got enough sleep each night. And then she admitted she didn't really understand why she needed that power nap. She shrugged her shoulders and said, I guess it's just the work. It's pretty demanding. And while it may be true that the work is demanding, it's not the reason attorney empty nester needs a nap every day. And we can begin to see why when we apply the XYZ formula to her case. Now, certainly it starts with the same problem as attorney young kids. Problem X is she's tired during the day to the point that she needs a nap to do her job well enough. But when we ask why, we see that she gets sufficient sleep at night. So that tells us that her Z's, her sleep in and of itself, is the primary suspect. She's getting enough hours of sleep, but she is tired during the day anyway. Attorney Empty Nestor's case requires some deliberation to get to the takeaway and what it means for you and your workplace. So let's take a look at what's really going on. And what's really going on is this. Attorney Empty Nestor is dealing with counterfeit sleep. And when I use that term, people will ask me, counterfeit sleep, is that just like counterfeit money? And the truth is, it is, because counterfeit money looks like the real thing, has no real value, and it can get you in trouble, right? 
and counterfeit sleep is the exact same way. It's sleep that looks like the real thing, but it has no real value and it can get you in trouble. And here's the reason why. Sleep is when the brain does its most essential functions, including these two biggies, repairing and recharging. But when you get counterfeit sleep, the brain does not get to do these two essential functions. So you end up like a cell phone that you forgot to put on the charger overnight. Instead of having a fully charged battery for the day, you end up in low power mode. And as the science shows, counterfeit sleep is why you need naps. In fact, counterfeit sleep is also why you have more health problems. And counterfeit sleep is why you struggle to maintain your weight. And that's just the short list. Of course, all these things caused by counterfeit sleep negatively impact your performance. And there's one simple reason for that. Counterfeit sleep at its core is low performance sleep. And that's where napping becomes controversial. In the case of counterfeit sleep, Focusing on naps as a primary strategy is like putting a band-aid on the proverbial gunshot wound. You need a different, uh, different focus to get to a solution. So what can you do? Well, to get at a solution in your workplace requires two things. The first one is to understand how napping is being used. And to do that, you look for patterns. Let's take this example. You have a head cold, you toss and turn all night, you have foggy brain the next day, and so you schedule a time in your lunch break to grab a nap. You wake up with a clearer head and you can function better that day. Excellent. And let's say you need a daily nap for a week or so while you're having trouble sleeping at night because of the head cold. Is that kind of napping a problem? Is there a controversy? No. In this case, napping is a solid hack to compensate for the low performance sleep you're getting at night while you're sick with a head cold. So close the office door, duck into a quiet conference room, or if you're lucky enough to have nap pods, use them. The bottom line is this, take the nap, you'll get the benefit of increased logical reasoning and better moods, all of which impact productivity and positive workplace culture. Now on the other hand, if napping becomes a long-term daily necessity, it's time to dig a little deeper. It is possible that it's related to sleep hygiene, like it was for attorney young kids, but there's a very real possibility that you're dealing with counterfeit sleep. After all, 50% of men and 25% of women get counterfeit sleep. So that's the first thing to do. Look for patterns in how napping is being used in the workplace. And the second thing is to go beyond napping. Make a commitment to high performance sleep for your employees. This starts with the survey of everyone from the C-suite to the employees. We do this survey anonymous, anonymously, which allows you to see where your workplace scores overall. 
on the sleep performance scale. And once you see where your workplace is performing on sleep, it shines a brilliant light that helps you understand the vast majority of other workplace challenges you deal with and what the next steps are. So those are two things to do to take the controversy out of napping in the workplace. First, look for napping patterns across your workplace. And second, make a commitment to high performance sleep in your workplace. And know this, making high performance sleep an initiative in your workplace is one of the best investments you can make to improve your employees' health and wellness and grow your bottom line while you develop your next generation leaders and the culture that retains them. And there's nothing controversial about any of that. When you're ready to see how your workplace scores on the sleep performance scale, let's talk. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or email me at tara at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.